Hello, my name's uh, Father Daniel Bowen. I want to share a little bit with you about the Eucharist and uh, what it means to me and uh, some things that perhaps can be helpful for you in coming to grow in appreciation and love our, it, for our Eucharistic Lord. So just to share a little bit, um, uh, I was not born and raised Catholic, uh, so the Eucharist was something that I had no conception of for the, for the great uh, first portion of my life. And it really wasn't until I dated a Catholic girl that I was able to be exposed to this great gift uh, to mankind. Uh, you know, as, as a Catholic girlfriend, she said, you know, you know, one thing we do is we, we go to Mass. So I went to Mass with her, and of course there, uh, I'd heard the Word of God before, and some familiarity with the Bible. So the liturgy of the, of the, liturgy of the Word was, was something that was not new to me, but the liturgy of the Eucharist was something else. And then she explained to me how the bread and wine would change, became Christ, that really intrigued me. And there was something that I couldn't quite put my finger on that. And then only did she introduce me to the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, but then she also explained to me the concept of Eucharistic adoration. And so she would bring me to the Eucharistic Chapel and, and there help me to understand the importance of adoring our Lord. So that was really my introduction to our Eucharistic Lord and the Most Blessed Sacrament. And, you know, a visit to the Blessed Sacrament is really just that. Uh, it, it's an encounter, an encounter, a, a conference with our Lord, right? Of course, we're all in service of Jesus Christ as his disciple. And that first encounter that I had with our Eucharistic Lord is what caused me to want to go forward into becoming a Catholic. So in growing that relationship with our Lord, being in service to Christ as a disciple, it's the place where we encounter him uniquely and completely is in the Eucharist. Because in the Blessed Sacrament, we, we see, we feel and taste bread, yes, and wine. There's this outward sign, the matter, the stuff as it were, from which the sacrament is made. And it makes sense that our Lord, of course, would come to us in this way. The first bread is a universal food, and wine is a universal drink. They nourish the body. The Holy Eucharist feeds the soul. And then secondly, this bread and wine, through the prayers of the priest, by the act and grace of God, these bread and wine are changed into our flesh and blood, human flesh and blood. And communion changes us into the likeness of Christ. Third, this bread and wine express love, a union of hearts. Bread comes from the union of many grains of wheat, Wine is made from the union of many drops of the juice of the grape. To make bread, one must grind these grains of wheat. To make wine, one must crush the grapes. And of course, this is the most appropriate image of the passion where Jesus was ground and crushed for us. The form of the sacrament are the words this is my body. This is my blood. 
in the most holy Eucharist, bread is changed into the flesh of the very author of grace, the, the flesh that was formed in the immaculate womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the flesh that healed all who touched it, the flesh that was crushed in the passion, the flesh that was hung on the cruel and rugged wood of the cross, the flesh now gloriously reigning in heaven. My friend in the Eucharist, wine is changed into the blood of Christ, the blood that is one with his sacred body, the blood that was taken from the virginal veins of his mother, the blood poured out for us in the passion the blood, the most precious blood that is all-powerful, one drop of which will wash away all the sins of the world. In the Eucharist, we also have the soul of the Son of God, the soul that lived on this earth, the soul now glorious in heaven, the soul, the beautiful, sweet, and perfect soul that went out to the sick and the suffering that ate with the thoughtlessness and difference of men and women, that was wrung with grief in the agony of the garden, the soul that rejoiced the redeemed who be descended to free from death, the soul that rose victoriously on the third day. Here in the Eucharist, Almighty God is present, the God who worked miracles, the God who suffered and died for us, the God who rose for us, the God who reigns in heaven, in the tabernacles, and upon the altar thrones. Only the one true God could have thought of coming to us and staying with us under the appearance of humble bread and wine, multiplying his real presence all over the earth for all time. Think of it. Flour and water and the juice of the grape are the means that God uses to come to us and to stay with us. We have, as Christians, as faithful Catholics, the privilege and duty of calling upon him at any time. However, too few of us avail ourselves of this great privilege. Why? Is it a lack of faith? Is it a lack of love? Let me encourage you to make a visit to the Blessed Sacrament, to make a daily visit. Think of it. You are going to talk to Jesus. No two people have the same things to talk about. Prayer books can help, yes, but not always in the deepest of ways. Talk to our Lord as you talk to your best friend from your heart. From your heart. Don't let the devil delay your visit. You can always do that later, whatever it is. No. Come and see our Eucharistic Lord. And upon entering the church, Realize that you are in the presence of one who knows you better than you know yourself. Make your genuflection thoughtfully and lovingly. You might even say, 
I adore thee, O Jesus, and I love thee. Then tell him. Tell him that he is above everyone and everything. Tell him that he means more to you than the whole entire world. Tell him your needs of both your soul and your body. Tell him your sorrows and your joys. Tell him about your temptations and your consolations. Tell him of all your trials and your triumphs. Present your problems to him. Thank him for the Holy Eucharist and thank him for the privilege of speaking to him. Thank him for the thousands upon thousands of favors that he grants to you each and every day. Be sure also to ask for favors. Yes, it's okay. Ask for favors. You know, I think we far too often ask for too little rather than too much. Of course, in asking, always leave it up to him. Thy will be done. Now I know one priest who uses this prayer. He prays, Eucharistic heart of Jesus, I implore that I may ever love thee more and more. Again, that prayer that he prays, Eucharistic heart of Jesus, I implore that I may ever love thee more and more. And then this priest goes on to substitute the name of his father, the name of his mother, of his brothers and sisters, his relatives, his friends, co-workers, the parish, the sick, and so forth. Really repeating this prayer for each and every one. Try it. Try it. Be sure also then to beg pardon for the neglect of our Eucharistic Lord for your failure to visit him often, for the neglect, really, of the world. Your visit should, of course, always include a spiritual communion if you're outside of the time of Mass. Express the desire to receive our Lord. Then say some prayer like this. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things. And I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you are already there here and unite myself wholly to you. Purify my heart. Sanctify my heart. Make my heart like unto thine. Yes. The fact is that you and I, we can make such a spiritual communion even in your own home or while you're away or while driving. Simply to pause and to turn your heart to the nearest tabernacle. As you drive by a Catholic church, turn your heart to the nearest tabernacle and make a short act of adoration and spiritual communion. 
Often, let your thoughts, let your thoughts fly away to the nearest and closest holy altar. Give these little proofs of your love for our Lord throughout the day. Do it continually every day throughout your entire life. And then you can be sure of Jesus Christ's love at the end of life. The Blessed Sacrament, the most holy Eucharist, is the source and summit of our faith. Fan that flame. Feed that faith. Feed that faith with frequent, fervent visits to our Eucharistic Lord by loving spiritual communions, by thinking of that moment when you will receive him in the Eucharist for the very last time. Knowing, knowing that death will introduce you to your loving Lord, no longer veiled in the Blessed Sacrament, but face to face in the presence of him whom you served, whom you visited, and whom you received here on this earth. My friends, now we see not. Then we shall see. We shall see and be with our Lord Jesus Christ face to face forever with the Father and the Holy Spirit and all the angels and saints. It begins right here, right now. Make that priority to thank God for the Eucharist. Eucharist, which itself means thanksgiving. Be thankful from a grateful heart for our Lord who humbles himself to be with us in this way for every moment of our life. Amen. Praise be Jesus Christ in the most blessed sacrament.